let me just share with you preparing for success father in the name of jesus we trust your holy spirit to teach us today and father we ask that the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of god will mantle our minds and hearts today and we know dear father that we will learn your holy spirit will bring to our remembrance in jesus name amen amen say preparing for success say it again say preparing for success now one of the things that we need to understand about success and prosperity is that god is not against success neither is god against prosperity because the way we've been raised in the body of christ for the most part lots of people that are successful i feel guilty for being successful let me just speak a few scriptures turn to third john 2 we are looking at preparing for success third john are you there i want to begin from verse 1 the elder unto the well-beloved gaius whom i love in the truth beloved he says i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper write this down god desires that i prosper or god wants me to be successful because it says i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper hallelujah i said hallelujah let me read it from another translation i'm reading from the message verse one the pastor to my good friend gaius whom i how i truly love you we are best of friends and i pray for good fortune in everything you do and for good health and that your everyday affairs prosper as well as your soul write this down every area of my life is important to god every area of my life is important to god every area the material aspect he says i pray for good fortune in everything you do and he says for your good health and that your everyday affairs prosper as well as your soul praise god progressive realization of god-given goals success is the progressive realization of god-given goals the word prosper here if you are writing is the greek word yudo it's spelled e-u-o-d-o-o for those who are writing e-u-o-d-o-o it means to help on the road in other words a help on your journey life is a journey that's why you notice most successful people say success is a journey secondly 
It means to succeed in reaching. To succeed in reaching. So every time you reach a goal, you've succeeded. Because success is progressive. For the guy that just left primary six into GS1, he has prospered. He has reached the goal. He wanted to go to secondary school. When he leaves secondary school and goes into the university, he has reached another goal. He has prospered. He has succeeded. So the word Yudu here, we said it means to succeed in reaching. So every time you reach a target, that is success. Are you following me? All right. Then it also means to succeed in business affairs. To succeed in business affairs. So God wants your business to succeed. It has to move from one level to another. We live in levels, we arrive in stages. There are different levels of success. And that's why the word Yehuda also means a prosperous journey. A prosperous journey. We live in levels, we arrive in stages. Hallelujah. It also means to be successful. So we, we can see here that the word prosper and the word success are interchangeable in our biblical context. Are we together? It means to be successful. Watch this. So now let's read it in this context. It says, Beloved, I wish, I wish above all things that thou mayest succeed in your business affairs. Hallelujah. It could also mean, I wish above all things that thou mayest be successful. Successful. And be in health. Watch this. Even as thy soul prospers. Now, it looks at three aspects. Number one, he says that you prosper the material aspect of your life, your finances, your business, your career. Then he says your health. Because to be successful and prosperous without your health is a curse. The Bible says that the man that is good in God's sight, God gives him power to eat what he has labored for. But to the one that God, the Bible says, sorry to say, but this is the way he puts it, the one that's good in his sight, he says he gives him power to eat. But to the other one, he says, but to another, he gives travail to gather and to heap up and to give to the one that is good in his sight. And that's why you see sometimes, you see a man starts a business, eventually he sells the business and a Christian buys it. The unbeliever is gathering to heap up for the believer. And that's why we have to prepare you for success. You have to know God wants me to be successful. Say God wants me to be successful. He says, beloved, I wish above all things, write this down, my success is a priority to God. My success is a priority to God. It's a priority to God. We said, number one, God wants me to be successful. 
Number two, my success is a priority to God. Now put your hand on your chest and say this and say, God wants me to be successful. Uh, you're not saying like people who want to be successful. God wants me to be successful. My success is a priority to God. Do you believe that? It says, beloved, I wish above all things. Notice, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Now, you know God wants you to be healthy. Some version says, and remain in health. So the sickness-free life is possible. God wants you sickness-free. Watch this. Even as thy soul prospers. That means God considers my financial prosperity or my material success as important as he desires me to prosper spiritually. He says, even as your soul prospers, even as your soul prospers, Notice what he says. So he says, I wish, I desire, I pray intensely that you may be successful and remain in health even as your soul prospers. So if I'm going to see the God kind of success, my soul has to prosper first. So true prosperity begins within the man. True prosperity Success begins inside of you. It begins inside of you. And you've got to have that mentality, that thing inside of you. It begins inside of you. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Even as your soul prospers. God says, I want you to be successful not only spiritually, but materially and being in health. And those are the three realms of success. Or the three realms of prosperity. Material success, physical success in your health, and your spiritual success. And a lot of people do not understand the importance of material success. If you, if, you, if you are not successful in all these realms, you're not truly successful in the sight of God. You're not truly successful in the sight of God. Hallelujah. Are you all there? It says, beloved, beloved. Oh boy. This word beloved is a very strong word. Agapetos. Beloved. He's using a term of endearment. He says, beloved, I wish above all things. You know, he's talking to someone he deeply loves. He says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, be successful, he says. Are you aware God wants you to be successful? To succeed in business, in your business affairs? So you remain in health? But he says, even as your soul prospers, So it conditions my success on my soul. Your soul refers to your mind, your will, your emotions. So your prosperity starts in your mind. In your mind. So if you are not successful, I can track it to your mind, your thinking. We're looking at preparing for success. There's something I used to say, you can never permanently help a man until you change the way he thinks. 
It's impossible. Because it starts in your thinking. If you interview most of the world's richest men, they always knew they were going to be rich. They always knew it. I remember when they wanted to buy Facebook. The first person that wanted to buy Facebook offered them one billion. And Mark Zuckerberg was a lot younger then. And he said, we are worth more than that. He had never seen one billion. But he said, we are worth more than that. Someone else offered him 15 billion. He said, we are worth more than that. And right now, they are close to, there's a time Facebook value rose to about 102 billion. Though it has dropped lately, 102 billion dollars. It starts inside of you. Who do you think you are? That's a question I want to ask you. Who do you think you are? Do you see yourself as a failure? That's the way your life will turn out. Because until you change a man's thinking, put money in his hand, he's coming back to poverty. Until you change his thinking. He says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. He says, your thinking is already changing. You're already developing in your thinking. I want to see it in your material life. And that's why sometimes when I look at young people who don't want to read, I wonder how far they want to go. Last Sunday I told you about a young man that at 17, he had read 700 books and he became a millionaire. 700 books. 700. How far do you want to go? You prepare for success. I remember Warren Buffett, his story, how we traveled to go and meet one of the best investors in America. Because he had the dream to become an investor. For the man to disciple him, you prepare for success. It doesn't just happen. A dream without a plan is a wish. You gotta have a plan. How am I gonna get from here to here? Hallelujah. Are you following me? A dream without a plan is a wish. And he said, if wishes were horses, beggars ride. So it's time to take responsibility for your life. You can't just look at life and say, uh, if this one could help me. No, it says, even as your soul prospers, you're responsible for your prosperity. You are solely responsible for where you are. Are you listening to me? When you were born and you were innocent, that was one phase. But after you grew, <laughs> 
to 10, 12 years, we became responsible for where you are. You say, Pastor, how can that be? I can tell you about men who were from broken homes, who made up their mind to be scholars. Men like Peter Marshall. At an early age, he took his things, got into a ship, came to America from Europe. And learned how to work hard and go to school in the night. Became one of the greatest preachers in American history. That's how you're responsible for where you are. Because true success begins with a sense of responsibility. Because until you take responsibility for where you are, you do nothing about it. I'll never forget something a dear man of God said in our country. He said, truth imposes responsibility. Truth imposes responsibility. He says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. You're responsible. I remember a material that I got on success and the man said, you will never be truly successful until you take full responsibility for where you are. He said, some of you want to blame your temperament. But people with your temperament have succeeded. Come on now. Some of you might want to blame I'm from a poor home. But 80% of the world's wealthiest men are from poor homes. Some of you might want to blame your spouse. There are people in terrible marriages that have succeeded. So what is your excuse? And when I was born, one leg was paining me. That's why I'm poor. Have you not seen Nick Vujicic? He has no hand. Only one small leg. Is he poor? He swims. He rides. He's a motivational speaker. He has spoken to a stadium full of people. So what is your excuse? You must take full responsibility for where you are. That's when you start working towards success. But when you still have someone to blame, Zeus Ziegler said, a man is no failure until he begins to blame someone for where he is. So success begins with a sense of responsibility. How can I move from here to there? The wealthiest woman in the world, she's a billionaire, and she's black. From a poor background, drove a very old car, had very cheap clothes. But she said, I made up my mind that everything I do, I would do it to the 110%. She said, because I knew that excellence is the greatest deterrent to sexism. That means when people are saying, because we are a woman, we cannot give you. And she said, excellence is the greatest deterrent to racism. She's the richest woman in the world. In the billions. Success begins with a sense of responsibility. 
you must take full responsibility for where you are that i am responsible for where i am if i was from a wealthy home i know where i would be by now stop deceiving yourself it doesn't mean you'll get anywhere if i was if i was born in my father's house i, I it doesn't mean anything you have arrived now do something with your life i can give you countless numbers of people who started from very poor homes very poor homes i told you about the man lester calvin brown he he was said to be mentally retarded mentally retarded and he told his teacher and he said actually it was a an algebra class he was waiting for his friend and um when the teacher came in he said he should go and solve the question on the board he said i'm not supposed to be in this class and he said it doesn't matter go and solve it he said i'm mentally retarded and he said do not allow someone else's opinion of you become your reality you are leaving out your reality you are leaving out your self-perception because the way you see yourself is what desires the way you act And this man reads four books every week. Every time he talks, he is paid $450,000. Every time. For about 45 minutes to an hour, you haven't talked. You pay him $450,000. And he was said to be mentally retarded. But when he took responsibility and started reading, Every time somebody opens his mouth, convert that to Naira. At the present exchange rate, somebody do that and let me see how much it's worth. Think about it. So you've got to wake up. You can't, you can't just sit down and, and look at life and, and blame this person and say, I, 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 am, I am a dunce. Do you know that, hear me, Winston Churchill who can be attributed to be one of the, the greatest prime ministers of United Kingdom. Are you aware that that man was said to be a dunce? A dunce. Success begins with a sense of personal responsibility. You must change your thinking. I'm responsible. So they said I'm a dunce. Look at what he became. I just told you about Lester Calvin Brown. Look at what he became. Are you aware that they said Michael Faraday was mentally retarded? That Isaac Newton was mentally retarded? What have you come to believe about you? In Romans chapter 4 verse 18, the Bible speaks of Abraham that who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations even as it's written so shall that seed be who against hope believed in hope that he might become in other words we believe what we, we, we become what we believe it says who against hope believed in hope that he might become he believed in hope what is hope that picture you have in your mind he believed that new picture he believed the picture God gave him of his future and he became the father of many nations even as it is written
So God may desire you to prosper. God may desire you to be in health. But hear me. You got to believe it. If you read 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4. The Bible says. Let me begin from verse 3. It says our gospel be healed. It is healed to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them. That believe not. Notice it blinds your mind. That you may not believe. So your thinking has to change. Your thinking has to change. Take full responsibility for where you are. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Stop trying to blame somebody else. Come on. Come on, stop trying to blame somebody else. That's why people are poor. Because they, 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 they find somebody to blame for where they are. God has never prospered a man or woman who does not have a sense of responsibility. Never. In John 8 verse 31 to 32, it says, If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Then it says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Let me show you something here in 3rd John. Hallelujah. 3rd John 3. For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth, I am not going to join and to hear my children walk in the truth. See, this guy, this guy was walking in the truth. He was loading himself with the word. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Sense of responsibility if you continue in my word. Sense of responsibility. John 15 verse 7. He says, if you abide in me and my word is abide in you, you shall ask what you will and what? And it shall be done unto you. See? If you abide, the word is may know, remain, continue in me. And my words may know, continue in you. Responsibility. So you cannot live your life to chance. I told you some time ago, my Peter, Andrew, my brother, and he said, God spoke to him and said, you're limiting me by your small thinking. Because Psalm 78 verse 21 says, they limited the Holy One of Israel. And God said, I want you to get on more stations. But you're limiting me with your thinking. What did he do? He started gathering scriptures on prosperity and studying them and meditating on them. And what happened? He could not get on more stations. God touched the heart of his partners. Money kept on coming into the ministry. But watch this, money didn't come in until he changed his thinking. 
So you can't blame God. I can't blame God. We are responsible for where we are. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm telling you why. You must take full personal responsibility that I am why I'm here today. I am fully, until you do that, God is not obligated to you. Hallelujah. Go to the book of Joshua. Chapter 1. I've got to run. Are you all there? I'm beginning from verse 2. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan. Jordan. Down on all these people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Notice, it says, Arise. Moses was supposed to bring them into the promised land. Moses had died, they were mourning him for 30 days. After 30 days, God says, Arise, you and all these people. And I read in the first service, the NIV says, you and these people, get ready. You prepare for success. Get ready. They go, if Moses were here, if Moses, oh, if Moses goes, uh, 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 uh. prepare for success. Take responsibility right now, Joshua. And that's the way we live our lives. 